In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise... This will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be terrific. I just want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been thinking about and learning lately, and I'll do this every single week. Um, my parents are visiting out here in Arizona. They're uh, snowboarding out here in Arizona, and we went to a nice Italian restaurant here in the Phoenix area. And one thing I noticed is that everything was done first class. The dining atmosphere was really great. The menus were well-designed. The wait staff was very polite and professional. The thing that stood out to me most was what happened at the very end of the meal. Most restaurants train their servers to ask for a dessert upgrade at the end of the meal. Basically, it's an effort to add extra revenue to the meal, to improve the bottom line, and to the server's tips. And so that's very common. The most amazing thing about this experience was that the server didn't just simply ask if we wanted dessert. She brought out a dessert tray and showed us what was available. This tray had six or eight different desserts on the plate that we could see for ourselves before making a decision she answered our questions about the choices she presented, and uh, the big lesson here is that if you have a business where it's possible to show, demonstrate, or perhaps even sample what you are offering before a customer is asked to commit, then by all means do it. It's a way of showing goodwill, and it's also a way to set a customer's expectations for what they will receive when they do business with you. If it's a great experience, they'll come back again, and they will certainly tell other people about their great experience with you. It's a wonderful way to add value to what you are already doing. Before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that number to call in is 866-404-6519. With all of this in mind, I want to introduce my guest, Stephanie Chandler. We'll be discussing how she built a very successful career as an author and entrepreneur and the skills that she mastered to achieve her success. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's an author of several books. One of those, which is her newest one, is called Own Your Niche, Hype-Free Internet Marketing Tactics to Establish Authority in Your Field and Promote Your Service-Based Business. Another is called From Entrepreneur to Infopreneur, Make Money with Books, Ebooks, and Information Products. And yet another book is called Leap, 100 Ways to Grow Your Business. Stephanie is also the founder and CEO of BusinessInfoGuide.com, which is a directory of resources for entrepreneurs and Authority Publishing, a custom publisher specializing in nonfiction books. She's a frequent speaker at business events and on the radio. She's been featured on Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Week, and Wired Magazine, and she is also currently a contributing blogger for Forbes Magazine. Stephanie, it is a pleasure to have you on Success Profiles Radio. How are you today? 
Thank you, Brian. I'm great, and I'm still trying to get over the fact that your parents are there to go snowboarding. Is that right? I meant snowboarding. Of snowboarding. Snowboarding. Did I say snowboarding? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. Oh, I was my shocked. God. And that I is... don't even know what snowboarding is. But... <laughs> oh, they, basically, that means they, they come down for a couple of months to get away from the cold and the snow, and they come spend it in a nice warm climate like Arizona. Oh, I'm like, they're snowboarding in Arizona. They're snowboarding. Would... <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That would be a trick. That yes. would be a big trick, yeah. So let me ask you, first of all, can you tell us just a little bit about your background? I mean, how did you get from where you were to, to where you currently are now? Yeah, you know, I'm a Silicon Valley refugee. I uh, had a software sales career. I had a $4 million quota and a, just a crazy, hectic life. And um, in 2003, I left it all behind to open a bookstore in Sacramento, California. Mm -hmm. And my big master plan was that I was going to write novels from the back office, which I laugh uh, about today. But um, I knew that I wanted to write, and I didn't know how to make a living doing that. So that's what I thought my next best option would be. And what I discovered was that, one, I didn't have the imagination to write novels. And number two, I hated running a retail business. (laughs) And. And so what happened yeah. in that whole process was I got really inspired um, by the whole process of marketing my business. It was in a strip mall with very little street visibility. I started using the internet to market it and people started paying attention and I decided to write the books I wanted to read. So I started writing business and marketing books and ultimately sold that store and my career has kind of taken on a life of its own and it's just been a remarkable journey. That's really awesome. Um, your your newest book is called Own Your Niche. So yes. tell me what that means. Well, you know, there we all have competition. And no matter what field we're in, there are competitors out there. And, you know, I've always had this kind of healthy view of competition. It's a good thing. It means there's a market for what you're doing. Um, I believe that there's plenty of business to go around. But at the same time, I also believe that we should work to stand out within our category or within our niche. So, you know, that is my focus. How can you stand out um, and present your target audience with great information and get their interest that way? So that's really the focus of the book is how do you stand out on the Internet? How do you get their attention? Um, And by the way, how do you define your niche? Because that's another big concern that I have with small business owners that they're not they're trying to reach too many people and when you cast the net really broadly you actually miss out on connecting with a a more defined target audience yeah there's a a a wise mentor i have who who says uh choose your choose your niche and then get rich yeah yeah you have to you have to really target what you want to do Uh, that's really great so how does someone go about becoming an authority in their chosen field Well, a big part of that these days with our online presence is great content. Um, You know, there's, it's owning what your skills are. And that's also something that can be challenging for people to step into the role of being an expert um, can feel kind of intimidating. And you might think, gosh, but there's other people who know more than I do. But the bottom line is there's there's more people who know less than you do. And so when you think about what it is you know that your target audience needs to know or needs to learn, that becomes a really empowering place to start your marketing campaign. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And I can tell you, I, I do follow you on Twitter and you do post some really awesome contact. In fact, I probably um, have bookmarked several of your articles that I plan on returning to. So I, I do appreciate that you do provide that kind of value to the people that you're trying to have follow you. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Let me give that call in number once again. If you'd like to call in and talk to Stephanie and ask her a question about her book or what she's doing, we're going to have a really amazing hour. That number is 866 404 one nine. Once again, that's eight six six four zero four six five one nine. So, Stephanie, you emphasize target audience and the importance of community. How does that factor into the way you market online? Well, the community thing is really important because I see so many business owners going after prospects one at a time. Right, you go to your business networking meeting and you hope you meet one person who's going to buy your services this week. And to me, that is so counterproductive. Um, You know, your time is valuable, and I would rather go after my community of um, target audience. And so, ways to do that certainly with social media, but for example, looking to groups. You know, what are groups that your target audience belongs to? Maybe on LinkedIn or on Ning. Or even locally in your own backyard, meetup.com is a phenomenal resource for finding communities that reach your target audience or starting one. You know, I started a a Sacramento Speakers Network here five years ago. Uh, We're the largest business-based group and meetup in the Sacramento area, and it's been a wonderful client generator for me. The same is true with LinkedIn groups. Um, And also think about your trade associations where your target audience participates. Can you go out and be a speaker? I mean, talk about a fabulous way to win over an audience. Be the expert at the front of the room. So these are the approaches that I personally would rather take to win my audience over than trying to get them one at a time. Yeah, that's a great idea because if you are the speaker and you're standing in front of the room, people are going to uh, basically uh, afford you that level of authority that you have because you are the one standing speaking there for 30 or 45 or 60 minutes or however long they give you to speak. And a lot of people probably come up to you afterwards and, and you know ask you questions about what you talked about. And it's a really great way to continue building those one-on-one relationships within the large group that you just addressed. It is, and when you're up there talking about an educational topic and you're not selling anything, it's amazing how quickly you'll connect with the people in the room and they're going to want to know more about how you can help them. So afterward is always when the action really happens and you start, you get people signing up for your mailing lists and asking about your services, maybe buying books from you if you sell books. So I I love speaking. It's a great tool. Okay. Well, that sounds wonderful. Um, We have a couple minutes before our first break. Uh, we all do want more website traffic. Uh, can you explain search engine optimization? That is such a big buzzword now. <laughs> so that in a way that people can understand, what exactly does does that mean to you and how do you do it? Well, quite simply, Google searches or crawls across websites to understand what the sites are about so it knows how to return your site and, and when people search for what you do. And so the content, the text in particular on your website is incredibly important. If you're a life coach in Phoenix, your website should, you know, very clearly state life coach in Phoenix. So what I want everyone listening to do is to identify key phrases that your users would search to find you and then incorporate those into each page on your website. Each page on your site should have its own keyword phrase 
uh, and that's very specific and you want to put it in the title the header on the page repeat it two or three times and the content on the page I know that sounds crazy and redundant but this is what helps Google understand what that page is about and it's going to help you show up better in search that sounds fantastic. We've got just a few seconds before our break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My host, I'm Brian K. Wright. I'm your host. And our guest today is Stephanie Chandler. We're talking about owning your niche in your business. We're talking about establishing yourself as an authority in your field, identifying your target audience, and not going after people one at a time, but going after groups because that's where the action really is. Be really involved in your community. Be involved in in, in groups that might uh, be really good candidates for the kinds of topics that you are writing about. So with that in mind, we will go up against our break here. We'll be back on the other side, and this is Success Profiles Radio. I'll be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. LinkedIn. It's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you, every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on toginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. 
And welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My special guest this week is Stephanie Chandler. We're talking about her book, Own Your Niche. We're talking about how to be an authority in your business. We most uh, recently, right before the break, talked a little bit about search engine optimization. And we do have a caller on the line. Joel, are you there? I'm right here, Brian. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Joel. How are you? I'm excellent. Um, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, you know, of course, that Sue and I were, were members of the Sacramento Speakers Network, and um, you mentioned networking, and I was wondering, because I know that, that you put that group together as an act of generosity. That was for yes, you I to did. people, and for, I mean, that, the, just a magnificent group of people, um, turning that around and looking at it from a business perspective, growing our own business and things like that, um, did building that network and giving all the time and effort that I know it takes to manage that group, um, do the folks in that, it's a two-part question, do the folks in that group view you, do you think, as a leader that they look up to, or do they view you as a peer? Um, And more importantly for my question right now, I guess, has managing that group, had a positive effect on your business, or has it really been um, just a primarily a way for you to give to other people? All right. Thank you for asking that question. So, um, Joel and I have known each other for years, and the Sacramento Speakers Network was something that I started five years ago before I had business and so I started this um, group because I personally wanted to network with other speakers and what happened we started with four people in a Starbucks you know five years ago um, and we've just grown to this enormous size and I did I started this um, at the beginning was all about how do I network with other speakers I just wanted to bring people together and learn from each other Um, But, Joel, without a doubt, that has turned into um, a definite business generator for me. We've done a lot of books for members of that group. Um, Do they view me as a leader? Yes, I would. I say they definitely do. Um, You know, and it's not as time-consuming as it sounds. People ask me that all the time. Oh, it must take you so much time to manage a group. It really doesn't. I schedule the speakers in advance. We have a form reminder that we send the speaker prior to their meeting. Um, and so, you know, everything's pretty well managed, and it probably doesn't take me more than an extra hour or two a month to manage that group. So, yes, I think it's incredibly worthwhile. And I know a number of other people who are running similar types of groups through Meetup and, you know, doing really, really well. Patrick Schwartfeger is an author down in the Bay Area. He's got over 2,000 members in his Bay Area Entrepreneurs Group, so pretty powerful. Well, that's awesome. Did did you have another question, Joel? Uh, nope that that really covers it. I really appreciate it, and uh, you know, Stephanie, what a sparkle brain I am. So I'm really looking forward to reading your new book because uh, the, the cover art alone tells me I need this. Book. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. That's great. Thanks for calling, Joel. You're welcome. All right. All right, so moving right along uh, with, with our, our conversation, let's talk a little bit about blogging because I know that 
That's that's also a very big buzzword right now. People talk about blogging and think, oh my gosh, I have to write something, and do I have enough to write about, and and can I actually sustain something over the course of a long period of time, and how much effort does it take? So, how how can blogging benefit a business, and what what's really involved in doing that? Well, you know, we kind of touched on the search engine optimization, just the very basic part, which is the um, getting your keywords right. But right. another big way to show up um, in Google more often is to add more content more frequently to your website. So in other words, Google does not like it when a website sits idle for weeks or months at a time. Mm. Google gives higher priority to sites that are updating their content frequently. So you might notice that when you, when you search for something on Google, usually the top 10 search results are sites that are updated on a regular basis. So um, blogging makes it easy for you to add content to your site on a regular basis, um, as well as connect with your target audience. You know, years ago when I started Business Info Guide, which is my site, that was back in 2004, I noticed that the more articles I shared, the more links and resources I shared, the more traffic I would get. And basically what I was doing was blogging before I knew what blogging was. Mm. And when I was able to finally plug a blog into that site, I mean, things just really took off. So the power of blogging should not be underestimated. In fact, you know, I'd say for those listening to this today, if you were to do one thing from our discussion today, it would be to add a blog to your website and update it two or three times a week. And I promise you, if you do that, consistently, you're going to start to see more traffic from Google. That's a really great idea, two or three times a week. So it's important to stay on top of it on a fairly regular basis. And uh, if you feel like you're not really a writer, it probably wouldn't be too hard to either get an intern or hire that out or have someone help you do do that if you if you find that I, you just don't feel like you can write. But I'll tell you what, there are people out there who write blogs that are really, really good at writing, and there are some that maybe aren't quite so good at writing, but the key idea is to get your content out there and uh, get something out there for people to look at. Because like I talked about early on in the beginning, if you can give someone a sample of what you do and who you are, that's the first step. Definitely. And for those who don't want to write, you can also have a video blog. You miss out on some of that text that, you know, I'd still try to at least mix it up and do some text as well. But video blogs are very popular as well. Yeah. Google loves video blogs, don't they? They do. They, they love multimedia on a site, so it's definitely a good idea to add videos to your site regardless. Um, but, you know, just uh, I would still encourage you to add text so that Google, you know, is still pulling your text and understanding what your site's about. That's great. Uh, let me just give the call-in number one more time in case there's anyone else out there who'd like to ask a question or participate in our discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. So I think we touched on this a little bit, Stephanie, but let's talk about content marketing and how listeners can use that to promote their business. Well, we just mentioned video. I'm a huge fan um, of putting videos um, up on YouTube, for example. You know, here's another thing you're going to notice in search. If you search for how to bake a chocolate pie or how to change a muffler or how to install a smoke detector, um, nine times out of ten, Google is serving up a YouTube video in response to that. People are tagging their videos, how-to videos on YouTube. So here's a huge opportunity, another way to stand out create short, simple how-to videos for your niche, put them up on YouTube, share them on your website, share them on Facebook, another great way to um, build your audience, get traffic. 
Um, you know, another one of my favorite content marketing strategies for years has been to market with articles. Uh, again, this does require you having some writing skills or hiring someone who does. But um, for every article I write, I get a lot of mileage out of it. I will share it on websites that reach my target audience. And in order to do that, you just want to, you know, go out and start searching for websites that reach your audience and look for submission guidelines. Many, many sites will gladly accept um, article submissions. Mm. Um, you can also share your article with content directories like ezinearticles.com, Scribd, and I'll spell that S-C-R-I-B-D, like david.com, um, ideamarketers.com. These are places where you can make your article available for others to view and to reprint, and then we'll include your bio with their reprint so you can start getting um, attention from the, these people's audiences. So um, articles are fabulous, and then you can take that same article and submit it to print publications like your trade association newsletter or a local newspaper or magazine. So mm. article marketing is just one of my favorite for many years ways to market your content online. That's great. And you are also an article writer, a contributing uh, author to Forbes magazine. I, I am, to the Forbes blog. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. How did that happen? If I could just kind of sidetrack and ask you that, just because I I'm love first- that you asked me that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that happened because of everything I'm talking about right now. They came to me. I did not pursue that. Um, they found my blog, and they contacted me and uh, asked if I would like to write for them. And let me tell you, Brian, that this kind of thing happens to me all the time. My blog has probably brought me more media opportunities, corporate sponsorships than you can even imagine. Um, when I, you know, years ago when the recession was just starting, I did a lot of blogging about the recession. I reject the recession. This is how I'm going to do business in a recession. I was just really passionate about not dealing with this recession. And uh, I can't tell you how much media I got from that because the media were out there Googling for, you know, authorities that were talking about the recession, I did um, Australia's version of the Today Show. Wow. I did a number of print articles. It was um, it was really incredible. So blogs are so much more powerful mm-hmm. than people realize. And part of that is giving, you know, consistent content and, and um, you know, finding your groove. It took me a while to find yeah. my groove with my blog. But once I did, boy, has it paid off. And you did all this without a PR person. You basically just stepped in there and said, I'm going to do X number of things every day to make this happen. And you, yeah. watched the, you watched the snowball roll down the mountain, basically. That's exactly what I did. And I'm a big believer of you know, three things a day. Do three things a day to promote your business or your book or whatever it is you're promoting. Because um, we can all make time for three that's, things. That's really today. awesome. You know, it's just, yeah. we can. I, I just spoke last week about this topic and, you know, inevitably somebody always raises their hand, but what if you don't have time to do this stuff? Mm-hmm. I said, nobody, I don't, nobody has time to do mm-hmm. this stuff. But yeah. what happens is if you start to carve out an hour a day to get your blogs done and you, maybe you pre-schedule for the week and you start updating your social media and then you start seeing the results, suddenly you're able to make that time. So you think it's this huge time commitment, but on the flip side, once you commit that time and you start seeing the, the results of it, it's totally worthwhile. You're going to be sorry you waited so long. 
Absolutely. We tend to make time for the things that are important to us. If it's important enough to you, you will find time because we all have the same number of hours and the same number of minutes in every single day. It's just a way of you know, trying to decide what's important to you and how are you going to divide up your time. And that's successful people focus their, their time on the things that are really important to them. Right. All right, so we are right up against our next break. Um, we will be right back on the other side. We are here with Stephanie Chandler, and this is Success Profiles Radio. We will be right back after the break. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Booyah! That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now... We have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brassi. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are, what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic. No subject too taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey. Tuesdays at 9, 8 Central on Togedat.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and my special guest this week is Stephanie Chandler. We spent the last segment talking about blogging and how important it is to blog regularly so that your content on your website can be seen uh, toward the top of Google. 
Uh, we talked about uh, doing that two or three times a week if you could. We talked about different ways you could submit your articles online. Uh, we talked about content marketing so that you can promote your business. What I'd like to do next, and I want to give the call-in number once again. If you'd like to call in and, and talk to us during the show, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. The next thing i like to ask is, can you talk a little bit about information products such as e-books, books, reports, podcasts, etc., and how can we use these uh, to build our business? Well, yes. So to me, a book is the ultimate information product. You know, when you author a book, you become an instant authority in your field. You know, I always say there's a reason why the word authority begins with author, right? Yes. Is that not powerful? Ooh, that's awesome. So, um, so, you know, a book is such an incredible tool. It's, it's something to dazzle your clients with. It will get you booked for speaking engagements. I just calculated that one of my books, Leap, 101 Ways to Grow Your Business, has generated more than $200,000 in corporate sponsorship opportunities. So um, when you look at all the opportunities within a book, it really is the ultimate information product. And if you want to be perceived as an authority in your field, do not pass go. Write a book. Get a bunch of people together to, you know, produce a great book, uh, interview your clients, do whatever it takes to put an interesting, you know, well-produced book out there and things are going to happen for you. Um, and then beyond mm-hmm. that, of course, we've got eBooks today, which are easier than ever to publish. And I still encourage people to do both. If you're going to do an eBook or a, or a print book, you might as well do both because you're still going to miss a big chunk of the reading market. Yeah. Um, and then I've always been a fan of just giving away information. You know, I hate brochures. Do not hand me a brochure. <laughs> hand yeah. me a special report that's going to teach me something about what you exactly. do. Exactly. So that's the whole concept with information products. How can you give your target audience information that they want? I used to go out these little booklets at speaking engagements on, you know, tips for optimizing your website. And I would hear from people two years later, I still have that booklet on my desk, you know. Yeah. So that's, you know, I could go on for hours about information products. There's so many things you can do with them. People will throw away a postcard or a brochure, but they will keep a book. They will always, yeah. They'll always keep a book, and, and that's a really brilliant idea. Something just to satisfy my personal curiosity, you said that that, that book about 101 Ways to Grow Your Business attracted a lot of corporate sponsorship opportunities. Um, did the, is it because they came to you, they saw your book, or they saw you speak somewhere? Again, this is probably about the idea of getting yourself out there and being visible. Um, I would say two different ways that that, that that has come to me. Primarily, it has been them finding my book. And also through the website, but the book itself, for whatever reason, has attracted a lot of corporations. I think they like that it just speaks to the small business audience that they want to reach. And, you know, it's just, it's been amazing beyond my wildest expectations. That's great. So um, when you do interviews, um, like like I do, like we're doing right now this is going to be podcasted after the show probably within 30 to 60 minutes afterwards it's going to be available on the rockstar radio network site on my site www.successprofilesradio that's one way that i use a podcast to perpetuate the interview do you find that you do a lot of the same things yeah i'm not doing audios like you are but if i were yes i would definitely um and then put them up on itunes you know as well very important Yeah, this and also, and I'm glad you brought that up because this program is also available for free on iTunes um, after the show as well. 
So, I mean, let's let's talk about books. I mean, we're we're on that subject. Uh, you talk about the idea that writing a book is definitely beneficial. It has advanced your career substantially. What about someone who isn't an author by trade? What if they're running, for example, a landscaping business or uh, daycare or something like that? Can writing a book benefit a business that you wouldn't normally associate with a book? Yes, and your your book doesn't have to be directly related to what you do. Um, one of my favorite examples was um, there's a family law attorney, and she was she co-authored a parenting book, which you would think you know really doesn't have anything to do with divorce lawyers. Well, she decided to send copies of her parenting book out to all the local um, marriage and family therapists. Hmm. who, by the way, became her biggest referral partners because they would be counseling people on their relationships, mentioning this little parenting book, and then ultimately sending this attorney their divorce clients. I mean, it sounds crazy, but she built the largest law practice in town. So this is the kind of thing, you know, your book doesn't have to be directly related to your business. It's still going to open doors for you. You know, daycare could create a a children's book and promote it at local, um, you know, children's events or school fundraisers. There's so many creative ways to go about it. Mm. That's really awesome. I mean, you never never really think about something like that, but I guess you have to just think really way outside the box sometimes uh, to get what you want. But... So I talked about something a few weeks ago. One, I don't know if you read – I read Tony Robbins. He's one of my favorite authors. But I talked about the whole idea of life being like a Jeopardy game. All the answers are there if you just simply ask the right questions. And sometimes that's really all it takes to be successful is to ask the right questions and then do something about it. Yep. So let's talk next about electronic newsletters. Um, a lot of people have e-zines or newsletters in their businesses. Um, is that still a good tool for businesses? I mean they've been around for a while. Is that – Is that still in vogue? Is that going away? Do you see that growing? I think people want it to go away, but but it's not. Um, It's it's harder than ever to get people to give up their email address. No doubt about that. Um, So what the good thing is that I think it's actually made it easier for those of us who really care about doing it right to stand out. You know, I hear constantly from my friends in business, you know, all I do are unsubscribe. These newsletters drive me crazy. I've had my own experience where I'll I'll sign up, I'll read somebody's blog and like what they have to say and I'll sign up for their mailing list. And then I'm getting daily emails with affiliate links packed into them. I mean, Mm -hmm. what a turn off. And the fact is a lot of marketers don't care that you're going to be turned off because they're just going to generate more. Mm -hmm. So here's your opportunity. Do it differently. Do it better. Be more interesting. Don't send email so often. I send a monthly newsletter. Um, I've been doing this for, what, seven years now. The Mm -hmm. first one went out to um, eight people. Today it has thousands of people. But I don't send it out very often. I send it out once a month, sometimes every other month if I'm really Mm -hmm. busy. And people respect that. I have an extremely low unsubscribe rate. And you want to give really good content like everything else you're doing um, and, and, you know, want to keep your readers engaged. But it is harder to do than it ever has been before. But if you Mm -hmm. have that mailing list, it's going to pay off in the long run. Whenever I have something new to promote, I'm very happy to have a list. That's great. So let me ask this. If someone does choose to send emails out to their list a little more frequently. Do you think that there's 
uh, an optimal ratio of content, 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 and then offer? I mean, obviously, it sounds like you're not a big fan of people who make an offer or try and sell something every single time they email you. And I, I've unsubscribed from lists that I felt got way too over the top in that way, too. Uh, is there an optimum ratio? I mean, how, how would you ideally do something like that if you were doing it even you know, a little more often, which I know you're not? I've always said the 90-10 rule. So 90% content, 10% sales. Um, and I do think that you can, you know, send it more often. You can be a weekly emailer, but you, it better be really good content and you want to pay really close attention to your unsubscribe rates because if you're mm. losing people rapidly, then, you know, you probably need to scale it back or change your content. It's, I think it's pretty hard to be successful with a really frequent newsletter unless you've really got phenomenal content. Yeah, or, or unless your list is so big that it almost doesn't matter. Although you never really want to say it never matters because you don't want to lose anyone off of your list anyway, right? Well, I don't, but I, I mean the reality is there are marketers out there who don't care because they're working so hard to generate new subscribers that they know they're going to have attrition. But mm-hmm. that, that's just not how I operate. I, you know, I, I respect my subscribers and try to really make it valuable. That's great. How how do you go about attracting subscribers? I mean, it, it, again, it's all a part about being out there and being visible. But are there any strategies that you use to try and gain subscribers? Yeah, my main strategies are number one on my website. I give away a, a free report that you really can't find anywhere else. It's a hundred. 101 small business tips, tools, and resources, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certainly with um, events, I, I spoke, like I mentioned, I've been speaking a lot uh, lately. And at every speaking event, I will always get um, sign-ups for uh, an event I did last week. I passed a bag, collected cards, and gave away a book at the end of it. Um, that's a great way to get people to sign up, and they knew they were getting the on the mailing list that way. Um, so you want to always be looking. I used to do um, free teleseminars years back. Uh, I don't do them anymore because there's so many out there. But that was one great way to you get people to sign up for an event or something that you're doing online. Um, and in exchange, they're put on your mailing list for the free event. So that was another strategy that, that worked pretty well. Okay. That's great. So I, I suppose there's there's a whole method of, of doing that if you're um, like, like a, an opt-in page. I know sometimes when I click on something like that, I see that there's a capture page where they want my email, and then they'll give me the free thing, and I'm on their list. And it's basically, it, in, in the industry, I believe it's called a bribe. And, it's called a squeeze I mean, basically page. Basically, a, a nice and little ethical bribe here. I'll, a squeeze page? Okay, there you it's go. That's called right. a squeeze, a squeeze page. page. But I have to tell you, Brian, I hate those pages. <laughs> and really? that's not, now, I, I'm t- you just want a sign-up box on your site in, a, in yeah. prime real estate. Um, you know, the header or the sidebar squeeze pages. Yes. Do they work? Absolutely. I, I don't like them because what you just said, it's a bribe. It doesn't, it doesn't make you really fall in love with the person, right? It, it just says, oh, well, I kind of want it. So I'm going to sign up and I'm probably going to end up unsubscribing. I just don't like the tone of a squeeze page. I'd rather just keep it low key, have a sign up box and do it that way. I do not have a squeeze page on my website uh, exactly for the reason that you said. It's like, okay, there's this squeeze page. Uh, I do want the report, but do I want it badly enough to give my email address? Sometimes no, and so I don't. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's, that's great. We are just a few seconds away from our next break. We are talking with Steph. 
Stephanie Chandler. We've been talking about um, uh, information and, and about writing books and how any industry can benefit from writing a book. And I really strongly encourage you to, to go ahead and do that and think about how you can use what you're doing in your industry to write a book. We are up against a break. We'll be right back on the other side. This is Successful Cows Radio. Please come back after the, t- after the break. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Be listening for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan H. Pressman, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Dr. Pressman is an author, certified nutritionist, educator, and researcher, and he'll be discussing health and wellness in a direct and dynamic style that encourages you not only to listen, but to take action to improve your well-being. His goal is to give you cutting-edge nutritional views. His focus is on cardiovascular health, neurological support, aging and digestive issues. Men's and women's health concerns are also covered, plus information you need to help manage your personal health and to start living a vibrant, abundant life. Healthline Radio has been on the air since 1974 with a huge listenership. It's time you tuned in to This Show Could Save Your Life. For more on the show, check out the doctor's website, drpressman.com. Then join us for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan Pressman, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power, the power to change your authoring life, and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in, and each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My special guest this week is Stephanie Chandler. We've been talking about uh, her book, uh, own your niche. We've been talking about establishing yourself as a credible authority in your field, and we've also been talking about writing a book for your business. There's a lot of buzz about social media and uh, how people use social media to promote whatever it is they're doing. Where do you focus most of your time, or where do you recommend we focus most of our time? I mean, there's Twitter, there's Facebook, there's LinkedIn. Where do you start, and where do you go? Well, I, you know, the truth is, a strategy is different with each site. Um, and I think you should probably master one before you're moving on to the next. But if at all possible, you know, take advantage of all of them. 
Um, on Facebook, I, I think every business needs a fan page. That's a professional page, not your personal profile. Um, you can learn from my own mistake. I used my personal profile on Facebook uh, for business, and now I regret it because uh, for a bunch of reasons. But Facebook maxes you out at 5,000 contacts and it's not visible to Google. So you want to make sure you have a professional fan page. And you also want to um, take advantage of Twitter. And, uh, you know, I have to say, as a content creator, Twitter is phenomenal. Um, I, you, you mentioned earlier that you've, you've tracked some of my stuff. I use all of my content, blog posts, by the way, going back as far as two years. Mm-hmm. As long as they're still relevant, I share them on Twitter repeatedly. We're not all looking at Twitter at the same time. Right. So I have content scheduled to post once an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has just been phenomenal since I've upped the amount of content I share, how many retweets I get in a day, how much traffic comes to my site. Yeah. Um, you know, powerful. And with LinkedIn, I think I've retweeted. You've retweeted yeah. my stuff. Yes, I yeah. have. Yeah, I, it's it's phenomenal. And what so what happens for those of you listening who maybe aren't really familiar? You know, this is where your blog becomes the heart of your social media strategy. So you take every new blog post and you share it on Facebook, then you share it on Twitter, and you repost it on Twitter. I, I will repost 10 or 12 times over the next three months. Mm-hmm. Um, you share it on LinkedIn. And what happens is people click the link, and they come back to your site. So that's how you're building traffic. And then when somebody retweets it on Twitter or shares it on Facebook, you're getting visibility to their networks who are clicking and coming back to your website. And you know, it's just it's just a wonderful effect that it has. So if you're creating content, videos, articles, blog posts, whatever it is, you should be on social media, taking full advantage of it. It's just a game changer. Yeah, I've been uh, discovering the joys of Twitter here in the last couple of weeks, and I didn't really know how to use it, but I, I spent some time talking to somebody who's an expert in how to use Twitter, and, and she gave me so many tremendous ideas, and this last week has been absolutely phenomenal, and I'm, I'm addicted to Twitter now. <laughs> yeah, it is so, addictive. <laughs> it, it, is. it is addictive, and Facebook was my previous addiction. Now it's Twitter, and I've never been on LinkedIn, so I guess, I, and I know we have, uh, we have a show on the Rockstar Radio Network about um, LinkedIn, uh, and that's on every single day. And so if anyone really wants to check that out, you go to the rockstarradionetwork.com page and you'll see all the shows that are available on the Rockstar Radio Network as well. So um, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and everything else, that just sounds really time-consuming. How do you make it manageable? Well, I, I definitely use tools to make it easier. I'm a huge advocate of TweetDeck. Um, TweetDeck is a free tool that you can download and um, use it to monitor your Twitter activity. Um, I also pre-schedule a lot of oh. my content. Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. Hootsuite.com is another fabulous free tool where you can schedule your content to post um, on your social networks. And that's a huge time saver in itself. So let's say you sit down on Monday afternoon and you write two or three blog posts for the rest of the week. You can get hop on over to Hootsuite. Um, you've pre-scheduled them on your blog. Now you're going to go over to Hootsuite and pre-schedule them to post as you know they come up um, in the coming weeks. So that that's just a tremendous time saver. Wow, that's great. So I, I like the idea that you can actually schedule auto, basically auto schedule when your when your content goes out. Is that right? 
You can, and I don't want to um, give the impression that I think you should pre-schedule everything because I don't. You right. still have to have that live engagement, but certainly yeah. every new blog post that, that you've got needs to make sure that that's getting posted. Okay. That's wonderful. So let's talk about PR for a little bit. I mean, is it possible to get media to come to you? I mean, it sounds like we've talked a little bit about how you've already made uh, uh your position in the industry really attractive where people have come to you for corporate sponsorships and speaking engagements. How do you get media to come to you? So, yeah, that is a big part of what we talked about earlier with the blog and and the books, by the way. So, you know, everything I'm talking about here with owning your niche is about establishing your authority in your field. And when you do that, the media starts to find you. The media searches Google for sources. They search Amazon dot com for sources if you've written a niche book on um you know a topic on a a book on a niche topic uh and and they're looking to write a story about that they're going to find you on amazon so these things that you're doing when you're blogging regularly and you're getting good feedback on your blog you know it's going well media is going to find you you're going to get other blogging opportunities um, so, you know, it all just, you mentioned earlier, it's kind of like that snowball um, mm-hmm. effect. It all starts to kind of build on on each other and, and create some pretty powerful stuff. That's, that's really incredible. What's your favorite kind of media to do? I mean, do you prefer print interviews, audio interviews? I mean, how, how do you, what, 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 what percentage uh, do you typically do? I mean, is it, I'm sure it's a pretty healthy mix. You know, I love internet radio. Um, and I think it's an underutilized opportunity for a lot of authors. They do a lot of internet radio interviews because mm-hmm. guys like you who have programs need guests every week, right? Yes. I mean, w- wouldn't you love it if more authorities com- uh, contacted you and said, I'm available to do an interview? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I hear that constantly. And I, so I do a ton of internet radio. Um, I always love a print interview. I mean, they're fun because usually they get archived online and things like that so um but quite frankly i'm happy for any interview requests <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean any opportunity that you have to promote your work is awesome and on yeah. that note i mean if if anybody out there thinks they would be a really great guest for our show you know success profiles radio or for any show on the rockstar radio network just go to the website rockstarradionetwork.com or to my personal page successprofilesradio.com and if you think you'd be a great guest um please let me know and i'd be happy to entertain that so let's let's just uh, focus. Um, given everything that we've talked about today, what are the, let's just say what are the top three strategies that you suggest our listeners focus on if they're building a business? Uh, number one is that blog. It's just so important. You can't you can't get online and really have a presence there without it. Um, number two is the book. I, I mean, you may have some resistance to that, and if you do, I, you know, look for other ways to do that. You can certainly collaborate with others. You can hire a ghostwriter. There's so many ways to write a book without actually having to write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you'll be so glad you did that. Uh, and number three is embrace social media. I mean, like it or not, it is not going away. And I still hear about so much fear with social media and how much time it's going to take and people don't really understand how it works. You know, there's there's so many resources out there now to learn about it that, that that's no longer an excuse, right? Get out there and, and start using it for your business. That's fantastic. Uh, I'd like to just ask one more thing, and this is something that I like to ask all of my guests. I firmly believe that all leaders are voracious readers. So I want to ask, is there a favorite book out there that you're reading or who who influences you in your work in terms of what you like to read? 
Oh, I am a voracious reader. Um, and I'm going to admit that I haven't read as much business lately. But, of course, I'm a, a fan and friend of Michael Gerber. Um, Jay Conrad Levinson has had a tremendous influence on my career over the years. Seth Godin. Um, those are probably some of my favorite authors. And, the, and then there's books that don't get a, a, a lot of attention, like Speak and Grow Rich by Dottie Walters. She was a mm. wonderful woman. She passed away a few years ago, but she wrote a wonderful book for those interested in speaking. Um, you know, I, I could go on and on. I, the, the, um, there's just so many wonderful books out there. Yeah, exactly. One of the books that I've been talking about a lot lately on this show is Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles. Loved it, yeah. I, yeah, in fact, when that came out in 2005, I read that thing probably three times, and that's almost, I can say almost exclusively, the only book I really spent a lot of time reading that year. And uh, one of the things that he talks about in that book is creating a list of 101 things you want to do before you die. And that was before the term bucket list really became popular, but that's really what he was talking about. One of those things was to host a radio show, and here I am. So, Ah, cool. Gotta, I know. you got to love it. In fact, when the opportunity came to me, I looked at that bucket list, and uh, I hadn't looked at it in a long time, and I saw it, and I just stopped, and I looked at it, and I yeah. thought, well, goodness, there it is. <laughs> okay, That we've got is a, cool. I have to I mention know. one more book you have to read. It's called The yes. Big Leap, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And um, it does not get enough deserved attention, and it's about how many people sabotage themselves when they're uh, in the midst of becoming successful. So highly recommend it. The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I am typing this as we go because I have, <laughs> I've, I've heard of Gay Hendricks, but I've not heard of that book. So I definitely have to go out and, and check that out. So, Stephanie, how do we get a hold of you? I mean, you have a website, and you're on Twitter and on Facebook. How do we get a hold of you if we want to follow you? Yeah, Twitter, I'm bizauthor, B-I-Z-A-U-T-H-O-R on, on Twitter. I'd love it if you come on over to businessinfoguide.com. By the way, we also feature guest articles. We accept interviews with business owners and authors. You can look for the contribute button on the navigation. I invite all of you listening to contribute to the site. Then um, there's stephaniechandler.com, and I would love it, love it, love it if you all went out and got a copy of Own Your Niche. <laughs> I plan on doing that because uh, when I when when this interview opportunity came up, I you know looked to see what you'd written, and I saw that Own Your Niche was your new book, and I thought this looks really interesting. I have to get it, so I will be buying that book very shortly. <laughs> Thank you. It's everything we just talked about, so I think you'll enjoy it, Brian. Thank you. That's fantastic. Well, we've got just about 30 seconds or go to go in the show. And also, not only should you be linking with Stephanie Chandler, uh, stephaniechandler.com, and also Biz Author on on Twitter, but link with me as well. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter as well. And if you are on the show the the website Success Profiles Radio and you're listening to the show live, you'll see a link where you can connect with me on Facebook and on Twitter. If you happen to be listening to the podcast uh, or if you've downloaded it from iTunes, you can still go to successprofilesradio.com, see the link to connect with me. I'd love to have you in my tribe. We are at the end of our show. Thank you Stephanie Chandler for being on the show. It was a tremendous honor and a privilege to have you here. And please join us next Monday with another great guest on Success Profiles Radio at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, take care everyone. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll